0: Welcome to the talks Podcast. Listen, we've been opening a couple of these. Well, we often open with a musical number. I haven't really sang in a while. Uh-huh. But instead, and we talked about my Taylor Swift tickets last episode. That's true, So I'm going to hush about that. I'm going to hush. I'm not, not going to, I don't want to brag. But I do want to kind of have a little bit of a musical nod here in our cinema podcast. Okay. I've been thinking lately about songs that I've heard a million times that I even might love. And have maybe got a lyric here or a lyric there. Because I'm a person who likes to listen to lyrics. But maybe never really caught the lyrics and thought too heavily about them. And have now caught the lyrics, have listened to the lyrics, have processed the lyrics, and am incredibly impressed by the song. And I'm going to tell you what mine is. And I'd like to hear if either one of you have one. Okay. Brad, Corey. Okay. I had no idea how good of a song, lyrically, that Eyes Without a Face by Billy Idol is.
1: I... Huh. Huh. I'll have to go back and listen to it again. Yeah. I've never, like, I don't think I've ever listened to it See? in that way.
0: See, that's what I'm getting at. I love that song. I've listened to that song a million times in my life. Yeah. I, I love Billy Idol. I love Billy Idol as a kid. I love Generation X. I mean, you know, I, I love all of that. And, I, and Eyes Without a Face is a heavy rotation in my life, but I never really listened to the lyrics. And then a couple of years ago, I heard Billy Idol do, like, a recent, and he's like the Crypt Keeper now, but he did a recent sort of I, just him and guitar kind of version of a song and, and you, you could really hear the lyrics and I was like holy shit and I went and read the lyrics and I was like that is a much better song than I ever thought it was lyrically it's pretty impressive do y'all have anything
1: uh I don't know if you guys have heard uh the song love gun by kiss you guys know what that's about <laughs> just uh, look I at wonder. it
0: wonder can you get the dick jar out please <laughs> oh, oh, it's out. all right that's out that's out
1: uh along those lines what's up ding dongs Wow. The only thing that comes to mind for me wow. ever and it's almost like some I don't know if it's a psychopathy or a compulsion but I just still can't get over the John Mellencamp saying sucking on chili dogs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great fucking lyric because you know you're going to like it worked, right? Like Oh worked. yeah, it yeah. On chili and that kind of makes
1: me crazy too.
0: Yeah. Oh man, it'll make well I, I hit y'all with this out of nowhere. So maybe we'll revisit we'll this. Yeah. Think of something and and bring it. But all right. Yeah, I actually the the lyrics to Jack and Diane are, are very clear and easy to hear. I think that's the difference, right? The Billy Idol, Eyes Out of Face, you just you really can't make it out. But we all know about sucking on chili dog. <laughs> um and so get the dick jar out because I think anytime I say sucking on chili dog, it also needs to drop right there as well. I'm with you. Love good.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Man, look, you ask men about lyrics to songs and both of them have a a ding dong reference.
1: (laughs) That's fair. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Off the top of the dome. But yes, I mean, with preparation, I could have found something classier. I'm I'm
0: talking about a really like heartfelt love song that's really sad and intense and, and much, much more poetic from somebody like Billy Idol than you would ever think. And I've got Dick and Dick. So anyway, let's talk about movies instead. What's this
1: shit? All right.
0: So I'm Rachel Morgan. I, I should have said that earlier in the intro. You're Corey Kraft. I
1: am Corey Kraft. And
0: Corey have to Corey. Corey Kraft has kind of a crazy brain.
1: It's crazy,
0: man. He can think of all kinds of bullshit that that isn't really important. Um, yeah, I'm, just, I'm joking. When I'm I was
1: about uh, actually, I was working as a night janitor at MIT, <laughs> uh and there were <laughs> there was these a equations on on these. On these on this board and i just i had to stop and solve it but people were like what that's that's how crazy my brain is
0: well i'm gonna throw a random scene from a film at you this is a film that i've seen before this time and uh it's a generally speaking it's a shitty film even though this one eh, people would be mad if i said that but i'm saying it okay and um, i want you to try to guess it as soon as you can pick up what the film is jump in are you ready i'm ready so there's a couple you okay. know what it is? And they're in a video rental store. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and say it. It looks like a Blockbuster to me. All right. So that should also situate you at least within 20 years of when this film was made, right? Yeah, Maybe yeah, 30. Yeah. And so they're walking. How, how long was Blockbuster's real true lifespan? Oh, 30 probably, years?
1: Probably 30 years.
0: So they're walking down the aisles and this couple and they both have some what looks like a cappuccino. It looks like a delicious, like probably around an 800 calorie drink. Uh-huh. That they're both sipping on.
1: Is this a seasonally appropriate movie? Oh, my God. Yes. Are, so are we about to we're, have... Are, we're,
0: I'm telling you right now, let everybody know that even though you're listening to this after, after late December, let's call it... Um, we are recording here just just a couple of days in front of Christmas. Well,
1: this is the film where Jack Black is about to <laughs> oh my explain God. Oh my movie God. music to Kate Winslet in Nancy Myers' The Holiday. You're
0: exactly right. Bravo. Now, I mean, maybe that was on your mind a little bit because we are in the holiday season. It,
1: it was somewhat. But but as soon as you described, like two people cozily exploring a blockbuster with a with a nice hot drink
0: it was a cold drink
1: oh, it was a cold, cold drink, drink. i Sorry. said it
0: i should have said frappuccino but oh. re- but regardless the point of the matter is i didn't really Brad did i say anything leaning towards a holiday season at all nope and what really got him was the two was the 800 calorie drink that's what really got him well
1: in the blockbuster, because it's a scene where jack black like gets to do his like Jack Black thing for the only time in the holiday where he like... Gets to talk about different scores and uses of music in classic films. So I think it's funny. It is. I mean, it's I a it's a sweet little scene. It's Jack, cute. well,
0: Jack Black is funny. I mean, that's one of those scenes Absolutely. where I'm like, I'm sorry, people can ag- disagree with me if they want, but like, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, it's so annoying. I, I can't. I h- hate that he's doing it, but at the same time, I'm like, he is really kind of adorable and funny. And uh, it's the same with Dustin Hoffman.
1: That's right. Dustin Hoffman's just it, like they're talking about The Graduate, and Dustin Hoffman's just kind of there
0: and does an eye roll. Yeah. And this scene, I, I. Mentioned in a meeting today, what should I look at today? And Chloe, who is our executive director, spoke up and said that scene in the holiday with Dustin Hoffman. Which she told me, which I didn't know this. Did you know this? That he happened to be just like two doors down.
1: Yeah, like they were like, hey, uh, would you mind uh, walking in the background of this the scene and just uh, making a little cameo appearance because he just happened to be around.
0: Happened to be around, and he's in an outfit he was in, which is just like some sweats. So, anyway, you got it. I'm really, really impressed. Also, Kate Winslet is clearly impressed with Jack Black's character in the film. She thinks he is so funny and so cute.
1: I am clearly impressed with Kate Winslet all the time.
0: Oh man! Oh, you love her in that Amex commercial, don't you?
1: I love her in Avatar: The Way of Water too. Holy
0: shit! She blue.
1: She's so blue.
0: <laughs> uh, we need to wrap this up. Let's let's get out of this section because I can't I can't do this anymore.
1: And now, fast film terms.
0: Boom. <laughs> Fo- Boy, that was a film term that just flew through the room. Flew
1: through the room. So I've got a film
0: term for you that I think we may have done before. I can't remember, and I'm not about to go through 314 episodes or whatever the hell we're at right now to find out if I did it before. So, okay. so I brought some extras all right, just in case. So, Corey, do you know what a dope sheet is?
1: <laughs> no, it's a sheet of uh, different strains of weed. Oh, and You just pick out. Which one you want on the dope sheet and people like the guy at the dispensary is like, all right, let me go back in the back and get you that. And then they bring it out. That's probably
0: correct. And that could be dope
1: sheet, folks. Dope sheet.
0: That truck could be pulled up to set. But in this particular case, what a dope sheet is on the set of a film, Uh aside from a list of weed, is a list of scenes that have already been filmed. Oh, okay. Usually compiled by the assistant camera person.
1: Well, somebody's got to compile it.
0: Yep. And now I've got an easy one for you, and I've got two bonus ones, because there's a one that we might have already done, and there's an easy one. Okay. And that is, what the hell is a green room? You hear it mentioned all the time, and I'm not talking about the uh, Jeremy Saunier movie. I'm talking (laughs) about— A
1: green room is a place where you hide out from murderous neo-Nazis. Oh, man.
0: It's that. It is that. But they are actually in a green
1: room. They are. A green room is a place backstage for um, performers or talent or whoever to just relax before they take the stage.
0: That's correct. And on a movie set, it is a room in which, you know— actors hang out talent really let's put it in quotes yeah. not as actors but talent hang out between takes that's what a green room is
1: get some snacks
0: yep so let me ask you this then okay what's if you're on a film set and you hear somebody refer to the bottle what's that all about
1: uh, other than
0: you hitting the bottle you nip in the bottle we know what that yeah, is yeah i mean
1: it, like if the director's like famous uh like classic hollywood director john ford it's it's a bottle of fine fine whiskey
0: yeah, in this case, the bottle is the lens of the camera.
1: Oh, that really? Yeah. Come I on, know. weird Hollywood guys with their slang. I mean, that just feels like some like Billy Wilder bullshit. It's just like, ah, hey, it kind of looks like the bottom of a bottle. So we're just going to call it the bottle.
0: Well, now, you know, if you're on a film set and somebody says that you either need to hand them a bottle of some kind of alcohol or you need to hand them the like, a camera lens. OK, here's another more annoying one. I OK, think. all right. This one is even dumber. OK, do you know what a Veronica is? This is so stupid.
1: Um, Archie's friend. No.
0: This is a reference to Veronica Lake.
1: Uh huh. Okay. So,
0: and this is primarily a UK term. Okay. So, on UK productions, if somebody says a Veronica, it's another word for take because Lake sounds like take.
1: Veron- oh, they're rhyming Cockney <laughs> bullshit. That's yep. some. That's some Guy Ritchie. Oh like, uh,
0: yeah, that's some Guy Ritchie. Strawberry
1: shit. tart cramp. Like, come on, <laughs> get out of here with that. You're right. Like Jason Statham. Like, oh, I need another Veronica on that one. Go pain in me gulliver.
0: <coughs> Not only is that terrible, but I'm having a coughing fit, so we're done with the segment. <coughs> <coughs> I don't know what happened. Is that you, Rona?
1: Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Side Talks.
0: We're your own personal cinematic Naomi Campbell and Tyra Banks.
1: Those are two model people.
0: They are two model people. And there's, you know, there's some clashing there during the supermodel days. Sure. Okay. But mm, we thought they'd quelled it. We, as in the world, Uh had thought that it was over and been put to bed. But apparently, those
1: volcanoes lie dormant.
0: Yes. But apparently, in the middle of the COVID era, if Uh -uh. you will. Uh, Naomi Campbell came out and posted an article on Instagram or one of the socials that was titled, here's why fans are starting to think that Tyra Banks is the real mean girl, not Naomi Campbell. Why even spark that fire
1: back I mean, you're in lockdown. You get a little antsy. You get a little bored. You can't get out in the world. So what can you do? Start some social media drama.
0: Well, here's the big question. Uh Would you rather be Naomi Campbell or would you rather be Tyra Banks?
1: Well, at this point, doesn't Tyra Banks have, like, continued America's Next Top Model money coming in? Oh, for sure. So, like... For sure. You gotta go that, just from a practical standpoint, I'll be Naomi Campbell.
0: I will. I'll take it. And that means that I'm gonna beat you with my cell phone.
1: All right. I mean... This is not any different than <laughs> than any typical day or a typical podcast recording. So oh, man, I this, feel like Naomi Campbell's,
0: sense. somehow I just feel like she's financially just fine. So I'll take it, and I'll take my cell phone, and I'll hit you over the head with it.
1: Fair enough. Uh, Thanks to Boutwell Studios for putting this show together. Thank you, Brad. You're welcome. Uh, Visit us online at Sidewalk Film on social media or SidewalkFest.com where you can see what we're playing at the cinema in the month of January and beyond. Come see a movie with us. We're showing some good stuff, I am sure. Bye, bitch. Bye.
0: Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.